everybody. Maria Daniels here with Successfully Chaotic, and I have a guest today, and I'm going to let her just dive right in and introduce herself. We've been chatting for a little bit before we kind of went on air, but um, super, super nice. She has three puppies. If you hear them bark, then they're just trying to say hello. (laughs) But I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself and just tell you a little bit about who she is and what she does. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Um, my name is Sin Meadows, and I am an Amazon seller. I'm a million-dollar seller. I am a uh, coach and course creator as well to teach people the risk-free way of how to sell on Amazon. So very excited. And through that process, I have created a certification program on how to become an e-commerce business manager. I love that. And I know courses, especially 20, we're in 2020 right now, courses, you see courses popping up everywhere. And I had somebody say to me, my goodness, there's just so many courses. But I think the the key of that is everybody's going to vibe differently with whatever their goal set is. And you mentioned coaching. You know, a lot of times coaches will read into whatever your goals are within your business, your life, your mindset, whatever it may be. And they'll guide you to a specific course to be able to meet whatever need that is. So I always like to kind of define, you know, a lot of people are like, well, everybody coaches and everybody does these courses. And I'm like, you know what? That's because there's so many people that are, they have these goals, but they're not really sure how to implement them, right? They're not sure how to kind of get over that hump. Well, and it also, I think you have to really connect with the instructor. Who do you really resonate with and who is really speaking your language? Because if you don't connect with them on a personal level, you're probably not going to be effective in in what you're learning and gleaning from the information. So I find that personally to me that that really helps. I feel the same way. And I know I've worked with people in the past that, you know, even though a couple of them did similar things, there was one in particular that was really able to just connect with me. And it's almost like it opened my eyes more. I know it sounds kind of silly, but, you know, it opened my eyes more and I was able to actually see it, even though they were saying similar things than other people had said before, we didn't have that connection, you know, that energetic, you know, back and forth that I did with, you know, one particular coach that I worked with that really, you know, allowed me to kind of open my eyes and see these hangups that I was getting into over and over and over. And I think so many entrepreneurs run into these, it ends up being kind of the same thing. It's like you get to a certain point and it's like roadblock, the same yes. roadblock. Yes. Well, a lot of it is regurgitated information too. So you have to really be careful about that. Um, the very first person that ever created a course talked about how successful they were. So everybody else jumped on the same band. <laughs> yeah created a copycat of the same course and kind of took it from there. So you really have to find your niche and how you can be unique and different and, and then attract your audience. So I think that's, that's really the, the difference that I try to make is that, you know, I've definitely spent thousands of dollars in coaching and courses and things like that, but some were the majority, 95% of them were total crap. That was the same old information I got, could have gotten all free YouTube videos. Yeah. So you really just have to do your due diligence and your homework out there and find the right person for you and what your goals are that really aligns with what, what you want to accomplish. So speaking of that, if, if somebody was thinking about working with a coach or maybe thinking about taking a course, what are some due diligence steps? What are some ideas that you can give them to kind of figure out what the right course for them or the right person to work with is? Is there any tips that you could give them on that? Yeah, for me, I think uh, start watching them and start following them. How do they speak? You know, are they supportive? How often do they show up? You know, what does their message say? What from what they say they're going to do and then what they actually come through with, you know, is it just top level, 
a basic headline that they don't really give you a lot of details or do they really seem like they go the extra mile and help you and give you free training because if you think about it if it if it's this good free you can imagine what their paid course would be like right Absolutely. So I think a lot of it is just that that one-on-one connection. How often do they show up in the Facebook group? How often do they do a live? How willing and responsive are they just to your question? Simple questions. But that those are the kind of things that red flags or potential red flags that I look for when I'm searching for a coach or a mentor because you know I have been burned so many times with here, buy my course. And then as soon as you you know send your credit card over, you never hear from them again. You can't yeah. get your questions answered. You It's even emailing the support email. It might take a week or they may not ever respond. And that is frustrating. So I kind of have learned to play the field a little bit and, and kind of put forth some just generic questions just to test their responsiveness. And then also you can search for reviews and you can just ask other people and see what other people are saying see how they respond publicly to other people's questions. You can read a lot uh, between the lines when you just watch them interact. Absolutely. And I always like to utilize free consultations. I like free consultations because even if they are a fabulous coach and have fabulous courses, they may not vibe with me. They may be great for somebody else, but we just might not have that right connection. So I love to utilize that initial consultation to see, do we feel like we fit, you know? And I think that's important. Yes, I do too. And how willing are they to spend time with you? You know, so it's so funny. Um, I was conversing with someone had someone had asked me to join their private group. And um, then they started, you know, messaging me back and forth. And it was great conversation, uplifting, upbeat, really wasn't my target audience. But I did like I can't remember it was some kind of training she did that I really liked. And then as soon as soon as I said, well, that what you're in is really not my niche cold turkey, no yeah. more response. And I'm like, well, that told me what you were all about. Even if I were interested in what you were teaching, that would be a no go Abs- right there. Absolutely. So. And I mean, I think, I think there's a fine line between having boundaries and realizing your time is valuable. And then also realizing that it's not always about the money and the dollar, you know, and I think there is a fine line because I think, you know, as an entrepreneur, I've fallen into going ahead and doing and doing overdoing and helping to, I don't think you can help too much, but giving so much of myself that, you know, I was giving it all away for free. And then I was wondering why I wasn't making the money in my business, you know, that I could have been making is because I was trying to help and overshare and help and overshare. And I think there is a fine line. I think sometimes that can be hard to kind of, you know, pinpoint, like, where is the boundary? Where's the correct boundary Mm -hmm. on, you know, giving of myself and being a helper, but at the same time, realizing that what I have is valuable and it's okay to make money from it. Yes, yes. And and don't feel bad about that because you have a skill set that other people need to learn. If I were to get into or have an interest to get in, into podcasting, I wouldn't have a clue where to start. Yeah. So I would definitely seek out those one or those people with the skill set so I could learn from them. So yeah, I, I was it's funny you mentioned about overgiving because um, I was just watching a free five day challenge of a uh, very popular, well-known person in the coaching course creator um, arena. And he was like, forget that over deliver, over deliver, over deliver, because that's when people um, learn to value what you, what you're really all about. And they know that you're really that giving 
person. So they can, that's when you're able to get them into your inner circle just for the coaching opportunity, not the value of what they're going to learn because they've learned so much, but it's the one-on-one personal connection that now you can, they're in your inner circle. They know they're going to get even more valuable one-on-one support. So it's more about the one-on-one support from that point forward and not necessarily the documents and the those kind of processes that they may have gotten from free for free from you up to that point. Absolutely. Do you, now, do you ever find that people that you're working with fall into kind of these into two course uh, courts as in like, maybe they've got to a point where they're like, you mentioned before the story with, you know, if they didn't feel they were going to make money, they just completely cold Turkey, cut them off. Or they yeah. you have the other hand where they're not charging any dollars. So they're making no money. And I, I fell into this one for a long time. It was like, I, I, ha- I knew I had stuff to offer and I wanted to help and I wanted to help, but I couldn't pinpoint where is the point where I charge anything. Cause I didn't want to be, you know, on the other side, I knew I didn't want to be that person. That's not me as, as, you know, as a person, I want to be the helper, but right. I, you know, I got to this point where I was like, I never, I would, I have people that I had worked with for years and I never charged them a penny because I was like, it just never felt right. Like I felt, I don't know, like I had this like block it block in me that wasn't able to implement actually charging for anything ever with them. And I, you know, it took me a while with my coach going, why? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I just, I don't know. That's what I had a problem with doing. And I think, you know, for me, I found that, you know, a lot of times entrepreneurs fall in that, you know, one side or another, if they're in an imbalanced state. Have you ever noticed that? Yes, I, I have. And I think the difference, and this is, comes from being in another mastermind, um, is that you have to value, put a value on your ability to coach people and mentor them. And it goes back to being one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So I think when you when you're, you have your, your processes and you have to start with your value ladder, right? So yes. this amount of information is free. The next logical step, what is the next step in order to move them forward is implementation. So many people there, you know, they soak up the information. You give them documents, you give them checklists, you give them case studies, but that will only take them so far. The next logical step is a one on, well, I'll say one on one, but it's a, it's a group coaching mentality to where, okay, I, at the, your next level, in order to progress in your business is you need to come on board as a coaching student and get in our community where we take it up to the next level. You're not going to get there on your own. Probably most people never make it to the next level, but when they're in a coaching community, meaning that a paid community, they show up, they are much more willing to do the work and, and they want to get your personalized attention. So see these other lower value things with all the free that could be, even if it's a live video, it's still, you might answer questions. You might respond on a Facebook post, but it's not the one-on-one that they would get, get in a group coaching session. So when they are a part of an elite group and it's only you know, I, I don't whatever number it is, it could be, you know, 10 people to 150 people, but that's more than 10,000 people, right? So with yeah. an inner circle, that that's when the magic happens. That's when you really start connecting with them on an individual level. And that's when you, they, they won't, they are basically paying for your, your attention and your time to be and the privilege to be in your inner circle. 
And, and I think it's important that you mention that because a lot of times, you know, free is great. We all love free. But at the yeah. same time, you know, I always say you have to have skin in the game. You know, you value it more if you've got skin in the game. You know, if you've yeah. got, you know, if you've, if you're invested in it, you're going to pay more attention to it because it's already taken your dollars <laughs> that you yes. worked for. And, you know, that way, you know, being able to hold yourself accountable, that's a, that's a type of accountability. You yes. know, I pay my coach X amount of dollars. I'm not going to skip my meetings. I'm not going to skip all those things because either way I'm paying them and that's an investment. And so, you know, sometimes I think we have to, you know, look past that idea that freeze better free is okay to be able to fill out the, does it fit? Does it whatever? But at some level there needs to be an accountability. And, you know, sadly for most people, that's going to take something that's a little painful, giving up our dollars, right? Right. Yeah. And, And it really goes back to paying for your time because now they've made that commitment whether, you know, whatever price tag it is, it's usually significant and it's significant to force them to say, okay, I've now got to get my money's worth there. They show yeah. up, they want to move yeah. forward. So not only are, are you just getting students to where you're able to make some money at the same time, you've got an engaged community, which is so powerful. And this is the other thing that I find when they pay money to be inside of your group, not only are you motivating them it motivates me because I've got now engaged people that want to learn. I'm going to work 10 times harder to make sure that I give you value. So to me, that's just exhilarating because it forces me to be a better coach and mentor to my students that paid money. I want to make sure I'm now over delivering. So they, they are just thinking this is the best deal since sliced bread, right? (laughs) Absolutely. It's a definite energy exchange, you know, and I Mm -hmm. think that's the key is, you know, being able to find that right fit in a group or a one-on-one, whatever the case may be to where there is that energy exchange, because that's really what it's all about. It's about, you know, a give and take, because a lot of times I think people fall into this, well, what am I going to get from it? And that's great, but there, there needs to be a reciprocal relationship for it to really get to the point of getting you over all of those hurdles and all of those hope humps and those roadblocks that you have been running into in the past. Well, you mentioned, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to make a quick comment about the, the ones, the, the freebie people, the ones that just take, 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 take. Yeah. They, they will never be successful. So you don't really want those people in your group anyway, because they never implement. They're just in it to, to uh, create Absolutely. the stack of, training information and they never do anything with it. So, you know, that's okay. At some point, they may get serious enough that they want to go for their goals and dreams. But most of the time, they're just serial course takers, and they never implement. So spend your time and efforts on the ones that truly want to be successful. I I agree. And that's actually what I was going to talk about is implementation, because, you know, I think that's a big, 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 big roadblock for people is, you know, maybe they have been that kind of fly on the wall absorbing information and there's something to be said for allowing that to happen. It's kind of part of the process. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like that for the longest time. I had the interest, but I didn't have, you know, the, I guess, the, the forethought to be able to go ahead and push forward, or I felt like I wasn't ready, or we ended up with those negative self-talks and the self-sabotage and all the other things going on, you know, mentally that can hold us back from implementing. And I think a lot of people that are in the entrepreneurial, you know, world, you know, all, a lot of us are dreamers, you know, we're visionaries. We have all these 
these ideas. And so then we become, you know, the course takers and the, you know, mm-hmm. people that are absorbing the information, which that's fine for a time. But I think where a lot of people that I have been in contact with where they tend to get hung, hung up is in the implementation stage. They've, you know, they've, they've, come up with the ideas, they've, you know, taken the courses and then they feel like they're ready on the front end, but they can't, you know, take that step to implement, right? So here's a great, great uh, point. So here's what I want to say about that. If Even when I announced my, uh, or when I introduced myself, I'm a, a uh, coach and a course creator, two different things. And people or students, as you're mentioning, really are, are two different levels as well. So remember when I talked about your value ladder, there is a, there's a free, all the free stuff. And then the next step is to get into a program. Programs and courses have evolved over time. Just in the three years that I've been into this, this world of learning and trying to uh, create an online business, it is evolved because it used to be you just throw up a course on, you know, whatever platform it is. And it's up to me to go as a student to go in and actually do the work, watch a video, do a little assignment and, and learn and implement. Right. There was really no personal interaction there. There is no accountability. So those core, um, those courses have now evolved to coaching programs. That's where you get the one on one interaction. That's where you're in the elite group. That's where as a group, you all hold each other accountable. And that's how you are able to implement much faster, much easier because you have more interaction. It's so it's so easy to get lost in the oh, I mean, I can't tell you how many courses I bought. And I, as soon oh, as I open it up and it's like 87 different videos I got to watch. I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this is just yeah. <laughs> instantly oh, you're overwhelmed. It's like it'll take me three years to get through this stuff. Um, you know, so you, you kind of shut down because it's information overload and, you know, it's all dependent on you taking the time to sit at your computer and, and just go through it whenever you make time for it. Well, sometimes whenever never comes, but if you have a weekly coaching session every um, um, let's say every Tuesday and every Thursday or something like that to where, you know, you've got to show up because it's a live coaching session or yeah. that you are expected to watch the replay and complete an assignment by a certain deadline. And again, if you paid the money, you want to, number one, please your, your uh, trainer. You want to be seen as a, as a willing participant. And that's the kind of effort when you put that forth, that effort in that you're going to implement because everybody else is implementing and you don't want to be the one left behind. And you get motivated by the others that are implementing because everyone's sharing their success stories. Oh my gosh, I did this today. I'm so excited. You know, I couldn't believe it. You know, everybody's like, wow, she did that. I'm going to do that too. So that's, that's the beauty of, I just did a training on this last week is, are you worth it? Are you worth spending the time and spending the money because it makes you accountable for your own results. And that's when you truly move forward and and stop being lazy. We're all, we all get tired. We all get lazy. What do you really want? How important is it to you? That's when you take it to the next level. Absolutely. And we can all come up with the excuses. There's, and there's lots of them. And some of them are very real. Sometimes there's something to be said for pausing and pivoting for the moment. But, you know, for the most part, what we're talking about today is, you know, going ahead and realizing that, you know, holding yourself accountable by, you know, going ahead and paying to be in these, these groups is a huge first step 
past the, you know, atypical way that you're just absorbing free information, you know, and, you know, there's a time and place for that too, obviously, but being able to take that next step, not only gives you the accountability, like you're mentioning, but it offers this support system that you don't really get in the free groups. I mean, I've been in both and there's some great free groups. I'm not saying there's not, you know, place for those, but there's something that helps you, like you said, get to the next level and really implement because you're all there for a common purpose. You've all paid the dollars to be there. You're all holding yourself accountable. You've all, you know, invested in yourself. It's an investment in your own personal mm-hmm. development and into your future, whatever, you know, your future goals are, you know, that is a easy, I think an easy first step, yeah. you know, to be able to start to implement those things. Well, and, you know, I hear pushback from, from potential clients to say, oh, I can learn what I need for free on just watching, binge watching YouTube videos. I don't have to pay you any money. I can get it for free. Yes, you can. But guess what? You're only going to get this much. They're going to say, you know, what you need to do, but they're not going to tell you how you need to do it. So you can spend three years watching YouTube videos and researching you know, 50 different um, people that are experts or gurus that are going to tell you their opinion, but none of them are going to tell you the exact steps you need. So the, the idea and the, the beauty and the value of taking or actually investing in yourself and spending the money to, to join a course is to get you to faster implementation. So by doing that, you might only then from idea of wanting to do this to complete implementation may only be three months by working with a, a person that really knows or has the skill sets that you need to be successful versus doing it on your own for three years. So the, the time, the, the, um, the beauty of the speeding up of the time gets you to success much faster. So it has taken me, uh, it took me exactly two years to get to where I wanted to be. But if I have had a, a true coach and mentor, like what I have now put together, I can get the very same people that started with just an idea completely all the way through to implementation in 90 days. So which would you rather spend two or three years or 90 days? Absolutely. And I think for all of us have, that have gone the long route, I'm one of those too. you know, it is well worth it because you, you know, I spent so much more money actually, not only spent it, but lost it, you know, lost it on stuff that I could have earned, but that I could have paid for, you know, the coaching that I'm doing now. 10 times over. I don't even know. Probably more than 10. But you know, and that's the thing, like, being able to have that coach, even if they've got a fabulous course, you know, in the past, you mentioned the way the courses was you would log into it on your own timeline. And again, there's places and times for that. But what I would find is we all learn so differently. That, you know, during the course, something I may need to skip forward a little bit, or I may, because I already know that portion, or maybe this doesn't make sense because I don't learn that way, whatever it may be. If you just have a course that you're taking without any reciprocal back and forth, you know, conversations and, you know, kind of masterminding and all that, if you don't have that, you end up really missing out. And for a lot of people, myself included, you know, it ends up being that I get frustrated and I wouldn't even finish because it's like, oh, this is pointless because that's too easy. I don't even know what they're talking about over here, you know, and you end up just in that stuck place. So then you're like, Oh, cut my losses. I'm done with it because it's so frustrating to continue. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Just last week. I'm even as a co- um, coaching course creator, I still am involved in, in continuing my own learning because I constantly yeah. learn and better myself. The more, you know, new skills I can learn, the better of a, a servant I can be to my students. Right. 
So I'm in another mastermind group. Last week, we were on a scheduled um, maybe 30 to 45 minute call just to be able to ask questions. It was a small group of maybe eight, 10 people. We were just sharing ideas and bouncing off of each other two hours in. And the the, yeah. the coach is like, okay, girls, I got to get off of here. I got <laughs> yeah. to go. But we're like, oh, we want to keep talking. And, yeah. and we, I got so much valuable information out of it, what was designed to be just a Q&A session. But that's the beauty of the inspiration and the motivation and the feeling of um, just in, enjoying everybody's uh, support and, and ideas, because when you bring a group together and you're able to converse live like that and participate, um, it is, it's so powerful because everybody has different skill sets. I learned about a whole new uh, avenue that I can explore to expand my business that I never even knew existed. And I share things with them that they never knew existed. So that's where the power comes in when you truly are involved and, and you do take it to the next level. And when you totally are able to commit, you know, your, your time and your effort. Now, obviously everybody couldn't participate on that call, but they could watch the replay. They can still get caught up in our excitement and just by watching, um, you know, how we interacted and they can still get the advantage of sharing the same ideas, whether you could participate live at that moment or not. So you still get that value where you, none of that happens in a free course. None of it. No. No, I agree. And, you know, my business and my, honestly, my mindset and I mean, it sounds extreme, but my life took a shift and a change when I was able to start working with a coach and was able to be in a close knit mastermind, not one with 30,000 people in it, but, you know, a smaller, again, there's times and places for that, you know, larger group, free flowing information. You know, there's, it's almost like layers, you know, that you, you are in, but when you get into the deep layers of, you know, a small knit group of masterminds, you know, and we use the term masterminds, but really all that is, is just people inspiring and bouncing ideas off each other. And, you know, usually we're on a, you know, similar path, maybe not exactly the same business, but we're all in a, the business world. So, you know, with that comes a lot of similarities and, you know, what we get hung up on and, you know, frustrations and, you know, wins and, you know, you, you are able to discuss all of those things. And it's, it's so important to do because, you know, one of the things I see so commonly, especially in a lot of the free groups I'm in is people, they're so frustrated and they're ready to quit because they're not getting what they need in their personal life. They're not getting from their spouse through their, you know, their immediate family or whoever it may be. And I was there, you know, I felt so frustrated because I was like, they don't understand. They don't understand how important this is to me. They don't understand what this means to me, you know? And I, there was almost like, there was so much resentment actually with me and my husband for a while, honestly. And then even like me and my sister or me and my mom, you know, because I felt like they just didn't understand. That's the thing they didn't understand because they don't own a business. They didn't have that same mindset that I did. They didn't have that drive. They didn't have my goal vision. So it was kind of unfair of me really to project, you know, all this resentment on them for not understanding when there's no way that they could have understood. And I think that's why it's so important to have these people that do understand to be able to converse with. Oh my gosh, girl, you were speaking my language. <laughs> I called those or some, not necessarily like your husband or your, your immediate family, but other people as dream stealers because they don't understand. And a lot of people, friends and, you know, some other relatives think they want to have something negative to say when you like, oh, I want to do this. You know, I've got a goal, you know, blah, blah. And they're like, are you crazy? That'll never work. You'll never make it like that. You know, blah, blah, blah. And it just completely deflates you. 
So I uh, completely relate to what you're saying about immediate spouse and things like that. When I first started this online space, it's like I was just, you know, diving in head first. I mean, I was saying my pajamas for days the entire weekend and barely come up for air, you know, go grab a plate and come back and eat dinner in front of the computer, still binge watching YouTube and trying to figure it all out and make sure, you know, because I had the goal of early retirement and I had to figure it out. In order to quit my nine to five successful high paying job, I had to replace my income, right? Yeah. So this was hugely important to me. My husband didn't understand it. Get off the computer. Let's go do something. Let's go. You know, we need to do that. Are you going to stay in your pajamas? I mean, I, I heard it. I heard it. I finally had to say, okay, look, let we need to have a family meeting. <laughs> and this is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. And this is the success that I want to achieve. And this is what's possible. You've got to be with me or you, this isn't going to work. So I need, and and I'm asking for your support. And once I explained it and he, I was able to open his eyes to exactly what my purpose was and what the results could be. Oh my gosh. He was my biggest fan, my biggest cheerleader. And it, it made such a difference in the guilt that I felt, you know, spending all this time and taking away time from family activities or whatever, But because I was that committed to the goal and hey, I've given my notice, I'll I'll be retiring in like 16 days. (laughs) So it's, it was worth it. And he, he, once I, I finally just found my first little inkling of success and he saw the income from it. And this, I'm talking about e-commerce sales. He's like, oh, wow. Okay. I'm now even more committed and I'm now standing right behind you. So it does make a difference. So I would definitely suggest take the time to explain. You don't need to explain to every friend and relative out there. You only need to explain to the ones that really are your closest cheerleaders and being in your group. You don't, you know, I can't still talk to my husband about things because he's not in the space. He doesn't know the lingo. He doesn't understand processes. That's not our discussion. He just sees the results and he's happy with that. And that's when a group, your uh, mentor group or your um, mastermind group, that's where you get your support from. That's where you get your energy from. That's where you help others and encourage and motivate them. So that's the space. That's the proper space to utilize for those benefits versus necessarily your husband or, you know, your spouse or your mom. I 100% agree. And I think our relationship definitely improved when I stopped having those expectations that the light bulb was going to go on in his head the exact same way that it does in mine or, you know, with the other people that I was talking to, because, you know, it's, it's a different language almost. It's almost like, you know, growing up speaking English as my native language and me going to somebody that grew up speaking Spanish who doesn't speak English and, you know, expecting them to 100% understand what I'm saying and why it's not going to, it doesn't work like that, you know, but in time, you know, if you're around that person, you know, they may start picking up, well, this word means this and that means this, you know, but I, I, it's, it is, it's kind of like a language barrier. And I didn't, you know, realize that for the longest time, I just had this resentment. I'm like, fine, whatever. Well, I'm doing my own thing because I'm headstrong and stubborn and you can just go somewhere else type of thing, you know? But it was, it wasn't until, like you mentioned that, you know, he started seeing, okay, well, she's not completely full of it. There is money coming in. Yeah, I don't 100% get it, but okay, making her happy and she's making money, then I'm going to stay out of it. And that's good enough. If that's what, you know, if that's what the relationship is, that's good. He doesn't need to understand and feel the same emotions that I feel. That's Mm -hmm. what my group's for. That's what my coach is for. 
you know, and, and it's okay to have those different relationships. I think actually it's more than okay. I think it's so important to have those different relationships. It is. It really is. And um, I mean, everybody, we all get down. You know, I try to be upbeat and positive and motivating and inspiring all the time, mm-hmm. but I have a bad day every once in a while, right? Absolutely. And it's hard to be perky and upbeat when you really are just not feeling good that day. It could be a yep. physical thing. Maybe you're just tired. You just didn't sleep well. Or maybe something happened. I mean, you know, it, business, sometimes there are issues in business that kind of set you back, but yep. it's all in how you respond to it. And you want to either take it as a learning experience and move forward, or you allow it to consume you and negatively affect you. So I, it, everything's a choice. When you wake up in the morning, everything is a choice. How is my day going to go? Regardless of what happens today, I will be positive. I will use it as a learning experience and I will do something to move forward. So it's all about mentality in in my opinion. Absolutely. And I mean, I think, I think positivity is, is, is so important and I try to be 100% positive, but I also think there's something to be said for feeling the emotion, you know, and that was something that I kind of kept them in separate boats for the longest time that I thought I wanted a positive life. I wanted to be this positive person. And I was most of the time, but then I'd have the days where I wasn't. And then I felt like I was like, I had this ultra ego, like the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing. And I just thought something was wrong with me. But really in reality, you know, we all have those different emotions. And if we have a bad day or we have a bad week or whatever it may be, it's okay to feel let down or sad or angry. It's okay to have those emotions. That doesn't mean we can't be a positive person and love a positive life. You know, actually, it's it's more important if you want to have a, a great life and a positive life to be able to say, well, today sucked. And here's why I feel angry. And here's why, you know, to be able to really feel that emotion and define it because, you know, if not, you're just putting on this mask of, yes, I'm fine. And everything's great. And, you know, that only works for so long until it doesn't. <laughs> exactly. You're going to explode. All those feelings will rise to the surface. And you know what? I'm, I'm glad you brought this whole subject up because I think, especially in your group environment, it's okay to show other people that you're human, you're vulnerable, you have true feelings, just like everybody else does. So I think when you when you show that personal side, it even makes you resonate even more and brings you closer to your audience because they can relate to you. So it's like, wow, she is human. (laughs) She had a bad day, just like I did. But and then you can use that as an opportunity to say, OK, yeah, it sucked. And, and you know what? This is just what I decided to do today. <laughs> and I just had a good cry. And now I feel so much better. So, you know, whatever it is, uh, hypothetically, yeah. that up. but it shows them that, wow, the next time they have a bad day, maybe they can just go have a good cry or whatever it is. And then they'll feel better, too. So it's it is still you can use it for a good opportunity for learning and motivating and inspiring others by showing your own vulnerability. I, I agree 100%. And I think it's so important because I, th- I think so many people get stuck in this. Well, I, there's no point in me even trying because they've got it all together and they're just so perfect and everything works out for them or, you know, but I have this, 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 and this going on. And that's what, you know, I fell into that for the longest time looking at other people and, you know, my life is chaotic. I mentioned, um, you know, I have seven kids, you know, I have seven kids, one of them's on the spectrum. My life is chaos, you know, and I kept trying to just, you know, make it all neat and tidy and neat and tidy and neat and tidy. And, you know, thinking, well, when this is done, then, you know, I'll work on my goal. Well, when it, when it gets to this point, then I'll work on my goal. But the problem is, is, you know, my life is not going to be that. That's not my life. <laughs> so my life is just trying. And that's where the, the show, you know, 
the title came from Successfully Chaotic, it's trying to find the success in the chaos. Because I think we, we think of them as two separate things. And most of the time they are. I mean, chaos, you know, is chaos. But there's a way to look at chaos from a from an aspect of there's beautiful sides to chaos. There, there, there can be if it's managed in such a way. And my problem, you know, early on was trying to erase that chaos. But the very essence of my life was just chaos. There was no making it go away. So it was more just embracing that and figuring out, okay, well, this, 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 and this is just given. This is a given, you know, but I, I can control this. This is something that no matter what, I'm getting up and I'm doing my yoga. That, that you know, and it could be something so simple as that. You know, I have a few priorities that I pick that I do every single day, no matter how crappy of a day my day can be. And some days are super crappy. These few things are something that I, I'm not giving up. Those are my boundaries. Those are something that no matter what, even if I have nothing else to show for the day, you know, I have these three things that I'm going to do, then, then I'll call it a win. It was a successful day. And sometimes that's all I get, you know, but you know, there are, there is something to be said for being able to show that side of things because, you know, you have the people out there that think, well, I can't do that because, you know, that's not my life or their life is so perfect. I even had people say it to me before I started like airing all, all my dirty laundry, you know, being, well, this was my day. You can look at this and if I can make it happen today, you can make it happen too. Because that became my mantra because I used to be the person looking at their stuff going, oh my gosh, it's just so perfect. There's no way I'll ever measure up. And I was comparing myself to them and I kept trying for that perfection that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't set yourself up for failure. But uh, oh my God, just listening to you, just the idea of having seven children makes me think, oh my gosh, if this girl can be successful, I can do anything because I only have three dogs. Dogs are like perpetual children, though. So <laughs> they're like perpetual two year olds. They look like they never grow up. <laughs> for sure. But it's, that's inspiring and motivating in itself, just without even knowing anything else about you, that if you're able to, to do that, wow, that that's motivating. That's motivating. So congrats to you. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I just really like the idea of telling people, you know, your life, whatever your life looks like is your life. And there's beauty in it. No matter if you've got terrible parts of your life, we can work through that. We can overcome that. Let's look at your life and figure out what's beautiful. And let's figure out, you know, what your goals are because everybody can pull something you know, to focus on. And I think, again, going back to just the groups and the masterminds and, you know, coaching, I think that's what a lot of coaches are so great at, especially if you find one that resonates with you, is looking at your life in such a way that you can't look at it because you're so bogged down by the everyday of it that it's really hard for you to see all the possibilities and, or even all the reasons to why you're not getting over to over that hump to the next level. And I think that's so important kind of going back to implementation. So if, if, if you could like speak to somebody right now, like maybe they're listening and they're like, Oh my gosh, yeah, I have been that course absorber and I've, you know, read all the things, you know, and I, you know, have all these ideas, but I get to the point of implementing and I freeze. What would be some steps that you could tell them to, to start? I mean, obviously working with a coach and getting a mastermind is critical, but let's say today it's, you know, it's midnight when they're listening to this. And what is something they could do right now that would help to start to propel them forward to where they're able to get out of that? Great question. And for me, I think it is all about determining the why behind whatever your goal is. Okay. So for me, I wanted to be an Amazon seller. In my mind, that was 
that's my ticket to out of corporate America. That's my ticket to financial freedom and being my own boss and being able to work from home. So connecting that why of I want to sell on Amazon, but the reason why is because I can early retire if I can make it. That's what propels me and continues to propel me to be successful and driving forward. So determining, setting your goal and then asking yourself why and drilling down, keep drilling down. It, continue to ask yourself why every time you make a statement, at least three to seven times to get down to your true why. That is when you're going to create unstoppable momentum and a driving force to make sure that, that your goals are achieved. So I'll share something real personal with you. Um, and it really just emphasizes the point of drilling down far enough. So, you know, I want to retire. You know, I want to quit my job. You know, I want to be financially independent. And I think Amazon's the way, right? That's my goal. But when I ask myself, why? Why do I really want all that? And keep drilling down farther. It truly comes down to both my parents passed away at 59 years old to cancer. My sister passed away at 58. None of them saw a dime of their 401k check. They worked their entire lives. They never got to retire. They never got to travel. They never got to do anything after all that work and effort. And I determined I will not repeat that cycle. I want the life that I've, everybody, the American dream is to work and then you retire and you're able to spend time with your family and grandkids and, you know, Mm -hmm. rest, relax, whatever you want to do. And they never got to do that. Realizing that I want to do, I want something different for my life. Obviously within as much control as I have, that that is the driving force. Every single time I, I get a, um, a frustration or a disappointing day or, you know, whatever obstacle I have to overcome, I just think about, I'm not going to be that. <laughs> it goes back down to that true why deep down. Yeah. And if you haven't drilled down far enough to where it becomes emotional for you, you need to keep asking yourself why. Absolutely. And keep going further because you haven't connected it and anchored it yet. Once you get that anchoring, that goal to that true why, you will be unstoppable from that point forward. So to me, that's the difference of implementation. And you're not going to give up. Once you know truly that's what you want to do and you're destined to do it, you just you're unstoppable at that point. So that's where you need to connect to. Some people just give up too early. They simply just say, oh, it's too hard or I can't do it or I don't have my support system at home. You know, whatever the excuses are, we've all been there at some point. Mm -hmm. But until you anchor it to that deep down true emotional why, that's going to be when it's life changing for you. And that's when you can move forward. Absolutely. And, you know, from a marketing standpoint, I have background in marketing, you know, we look at emotions on even how to market things, how to present things, because humans are very emotional beings. So anytime that you can connect something to an emotion, whether it be, you know, your why to drive you or, you know, your, your ideal clients, why to drive them to whatever it is you have, you know, it's, it's an emotional exchange. So I love that you mentioned that I just about, you know, ask yourself why until it becomes very emotional because, and when we may have more than one, you know, emotional attachment, you know, somebody may have, you know, the same thing as you that they want to, you know, enjoy the retirement while they're able to enjoy it and not wait for the, you know, when, 
ever that, you know, they're told to retire type of thing, mm-hmm. or it could be, you know, the, the freedom, you know, financial freedom. A lot of people end up diving back to just financial freedom as a whole. And it could be layers of different things in between. But I think being able to to, to dig into the why and connect it with an emotion, you know, I 110% agree that that is something that is tangible and anybody should be able to do, even if it, you know, don't, don't think it's like an instant thing, you know, for a lot of people, I think sometimes you have to kind of mull on it. You have to kind of think about it and you may peel off a different layer as you go along. That's how it was with me. You know, I had the very surface why that I thought was my deep, deep, deep why. It was connected to an emotion, but there was deeper levels of emotion that it took me a little longer to get to, you yeah. know, until I figured out that, you know, my real root, you know, emotion was being in control of my life. Because for so long in my life, I felt I was just out of control. And I, you know, had things happen, you know, to me that, you know, I had no control over. And so my deepest why, yes, I wanted the freedom and, you know, all that stuff. But my deep, deep, deep why that it took me a long time to unearth was that I wanted to be in control of my own life, whatever that looked like. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that it's important to be able to ask yourself those questions, to be able to get to, back to your own, you know, emotional attachment and be able to start to implement all these visions and all these plans and all these things. I see so many people sitting on so much like amazing stuff. I've worked with people that they have, you know, even courses like worked out and I look at, them, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And they're sitting on it because they've got this like emotional hangup of implementing it and going to the next level for whatever reason. Well, and it could just be fear of speaking on camera. I just talked to someone uh, in this same mastermind the other night that where we went on for two hours and she was like, I'm just so afraid to, to, to speak on camera. I'm like, are you kidding me? You are an expert in your field. You have the skill sets that people are yearning for this knowledge you need to get over that. <laughs> we need yeah. to, we need to help you figure out a way where you can overcome your fears. And um, because that one little hang up was stopping her from sharing her knowledge with the world. And that was so sad to me that she was allowing that, that issue or that obstacle to control her destiny. So when you really first acknowledge it, okay, it is a fear. It's very real. I totally understand it. What can we do or what can you do to take a step to overcome that so you can get beyond it and continue moving forward? So whether it's taking a class or whether whether it's joining someone else's program or practicing in the mirror there, you can always overcome an obstacle where there's a will. There's a way. It just depends. It goes right back to implementation. How bad do you want it? Mm-hmm. And how bad do you want to be successful? And are you going to allow it? You're making the choice. Are you going to allow this one teeny obstacle to stop you? Or are you going to do what it takes? Go back to that emotional why and not allow something to intervene within your path to success. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times we have this, this expectation of perfection right out of the gate, you Mm -hmm. know, that, you know, if we don't think that we can, you know, do it perfect the first time that we don't even want to try. And I'm always, you know, always saying like, launch it ugly. Now, yes, you want to have it good. You want to have it, you know, Mm -hmm. where it actually makes sense to somebody, but forget perfection. You know, there, there's not this, especially with, you mentioned live videos, there's not the same expectation on videos that there used to be, you know, used to, they were, you know, they were done professionally 
with camera crews and all this stuff. And now we have the benefit to do like we're doing now and, you know, talk on Zoom and I'm sitting in my bedroom and, you know, I'm in my yoga clothes and, you know, I mean, there's no level of perfection going on. And it, and it did take me a while to get over that hump. This was not an overnight process. But what I came to figure out was that people want the real, raw, authentic you. And yeah, maybe, you know, there, there's sometimes I look good and I'm dressed up and I got my hair fixed and you know all that. And there's sometimes I look like this more often. I look like this, but you know, either way, you know, what I have to say is what they're coming for. They don't care. You know, we think that people care about what we're showing up looking at and nine times out of 10, they don't. No. And it makes you more human. Again, it's a, it's a yep. relatable factor. So it's, it's all a good thing. Imperfect action, just take Absolutely. imperfect action and you, you naturally improve over time. So I, I, I agree so wholeheartedly. And I, you know, I think that, you know, those little things can cost us so much emotionally, financially, all those things, those little, little hangups and, you know, forget the perfection, you know, get what you have ready to be launched to the world and just do it. What's the worst that can happen? And then, and that's what I always ask, you know, my clients, even I'm like, well, what's the worst going to happen? Like, what's the worst thing that can happen yeah. that you get on there and you feel dumb? Okay. Well, I felt dumb about a thousand times, you know, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm still here. I, you know, I'm still here, still kicking, still stuff because almost everybody have had those days where like, Oh, I shouldn't have said that or oh, whatever we all have. But at the same time, you know, again, it makes us more human, more relatable. And honestly, when I think about my target audience, my target audience is not going to care. My target audience isn't the people who feel like they got it all together and all that stuff. My target audience is, you know, real people who, you know, have days where they feel on top of the world and days where like this sucks. I just want to like crawl into bed and not get out. You know, they're very much that real. That's, that's my target. So if that's my target, you know, the idea that I was so hung up on trying to show up perfect for the longest time was really not helping me. You know what I mean? So, I, so absolutely, we all do it. We all do it, and uh, the the beauty of that is just recognize it and then get out of the pattern. Um, but again, just show vulnerability. I, I never thought was a bad thing. So it no, just make it more human and relatable. I love that. And so talk, talk a little bit about your courses that you have um, for anybody that may be interested. And when we do air this, um, it'll be in the show notes and we'll end up putting this on YouTube, the behind the scenes. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, it's in the show notes there too. But go ahead and talk a little bit about the courses that you have and a little bit about how else make can work with you if they're interested in coaching. Okay. So um, basically I, my program is e-commerce business management certification. So what I create with that are students that learn the e-commerce world in order to go to business owners and say, hey, do you need help selling your products online? This year, more than ever, because of the lockdown and everything else, people are shopping online and brick and mortar stores are closing, you know, in droves. So if this small business owners don't know how to manage e-commerce, they don't, they've never been online before. They now realize the major serious need to get online, but they don't have the time and effort or, or ability to learn Amazon, especially learning curve. or yeah. any of that. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is a beast to learn. Now I've been in the space for going on now to my third year and I'm still learning. So it's um, so basically I teach people how to manage e-commerce businesses for clients. So help them get online and then manage it all the process for them and earn a commission off their sales in order that that is your payment for working with this client. That way uh, you become like a business partner. It's an invested opportunity to where 
the more sales you can generate for this client, the more money you're making. Yeah. So it's not a VA, it's not a virtual assistant because they get paid an hourly rate regardless of what they accomplish. As an e-commerce business manager, you are partnering with this business to grow the business and it's to your advantage because of the, the more commissions you can earn. They're happy, you happy, it's, it's a win-win all across the board. So that's the certification program. To, to, un, to explain the whole process of what an EBM is, uh, e-commerce business manager, then I do have a free five-day challenge. And that um, it, we're, we're actually starting that November the 30th. So I'm not sure how that date will play in here. I'm sure we'll repeat it in the future. But that's called Online Selling Basics. And it really goes over just if you're thinking about e-commerce, how to get started in the space, you know, the different methods that are out there, the most risky, and then there's the non-risky way. So it's a great comparison for you to learn about all the different methods out there and to get the skinny on the smarter way to do it. And that's without spending thousands and thousands of dollars of your own money in product inventory up front that you don't even know is going to sell. Absolutely. So, I've yeah, been there, I, done that too. <laughs> yeah, myself included. So that's why this is such a risk-free opportunity. But it's so it can be either for people brand new to the e-commerce space or even successful sellers already looking to scale by using a new methodology. So you can it sounds to me like it would be good even for people that aren't selling right now. But honestly, we're all, you know, in the back of our minds, a lot of people are always looking how to monetize further or, you know, there's a big push on monetizing whatever it is, or maybe merch stores or different things. It sounds to me like that would be a great opportunity, even for any business owner, you know, just to be able to figure out, okay, well, what if I want to sell? What would be the first steps to take? Mm -hmm. And we teach you the background on the most uh, common platforms. We teach you all the steps. So it it truly is a certification program, even with an exam at the end, because when you come out of this school, you are certified. So that gives you instant credibility when you start contacting clients. And then we have, you know, another whole part of the program is how to find winning clients, right? So not only are you trained, but now how to connect and find the business owners that you can actually partner with. So it's a wonderful program. I'm so proud of it. And I've worked really hard for a year putting all this together. And all of it is comes from two years of trial and error and what worked, what didn't, and documenting the process all the way and continually fine tuning and adding new information just to make it the best possible course possible out there in order to make the success stories out of every student. I love that. And I love that you said that you have, after the certification, you have the next step. Because I think with pretty much all, I'm trying to think, probably all the certifications I have in the different things, I have some in the marketing world, some in the Mm -hmm. wellness world, I don't think any of them had a follow-up. Well, now how do you do your job? (laughs) You know, know, it was just kind of like, well, good luck and may life do good things for you type of thing. And it was, that was another learning process. And, you know, you get done with your certification. You're like, yes, I know all the things and I'm ready to do this. And you're like, okay, well, now what do I do? So, yeah. And I think that's great that now, you know, not only do they learn and they get certified on the how-to, but okay, well, what's the next step? Because I think so many people... You know, if once they get past the certification, they're all excited and they lose that enthusiasm because it's like, now what do I do with it? Right. Yes. And it, it goes right back to the implementation part. So without that continual guidance and support afterwards from a good 
uh, solid community around you mm-hmm. to continually motivate you and encourage you. And what obstacles are you having? How can we help you get over that? We even give you scripts of what to say. We give you email templates. We give you messaging templates. So we give you everything is just laid out. All you have to do is just pick it up and and you know plug and play, implement it. We've already figured out all the steps for you. So it's a it's a no brainer type thing, and uh, all it takes is just some effort on your part to to get it done. Really. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I'll make sure that, you know, the links to find all this is in, in the notes that way people, cause I mean, honestly, I think everybody should sign up for your free five day, just to, just to see, yes. just it's to fun. see, just, just to learn and see, okay, was this something that I'm interested in? Because, you know, we mentioned earlier when we were talking that there is a place for the free stuff and that's the, am I interested? Is this something that's interesting to me? Because, you know, it doesn't do any good if you're not interested. It doesn't do any good if you don't have the drive and the passion for it, you know, and that's how you figure it out. Do that challenge five days anybody can get five days <laughs> yeah and it's called online selling basics and you can find that at online selling basics.com but it's how to go from an independent seller or someone with an idea that they want to sell to professional business owner in just five days that's great. I love that and I've enjoyed talking to you. I yeah. think that you know you 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 um give off this vibe of just, um, just joy and happiness. And, you know, I, I love that. I love uh, talking to people that have that, that, I don't know, just see like your vibe. So I, I think that, yeah, it's so great. And I, I'm so happy that you've been able to, you know, retire from your nine to five and been able to kind of come up with all this stuff that you're helping other people, you know, be able to implement, you know, their goals into their own life. And I think that is so critical that they're not hung up in the stuck in the in-between zone. Well, and when I first started, I didn't get any of this help. And that's when I vowed to myself. If I mean, after days of sitting on the floor crying, I can't figure this out. What am I going to do? And then I finally said, if I ever make it, I'm going to help other people and I'm going to be present and I'm going to be live and, and they're going to have a person to talk to and be able to truly mentor people. So that's my goal. And I'm, I'm glad that I'm, I'm coming across that way because that's truly how I mean it. And I think that that's when you can tell that somebody's kind of in their space they're supposed to be in is, you know, they've gone through all the hurdles, they've gone through all the questions. And like you said, you made that vow. And, you know, you hear the saying, be who you needed, you know, and that's how I try to run the things that I run too, is I try to be who I needed for whatever space that I'm in at that moment, you know, because, you know, we know the problems that we faced and we know that we tried to find the solutions and it wasn't there. So that's a definite need. And I love that you're, you know, being a solution to all these people. It was so great having you on today. Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. And I so enjoyed it. I know you have questions. I don't have answers. Clearly no manners, baby. I, I know you want it better. Putting on the pressure.